0: Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at
1: WGNSRadio.com. On today's Rutherford Issues, we're talking about Rutherford County Schools. James Evans joins us, and uh, so much going on. And, uh, James, I just have to say, so much anticipation for the uh, first week of October coming up, too. (laughs)
0: Uh, don't 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 I know it? So we've got one more week and we'll have fall break, uh, which I know this sounds crazy, but that means we've already been in school. This is our eighth week. Next week's our ninth week. So we've already uh, we're getting ready to close out that, that first quarter, which it feels like the school system or the school year just started just a few days ago. But we're already a fourth of the way through it. So everybody's looking towards fall to fall break. I am too. It's a good. It's a good time for people just to re- recharge a little bit and get ready for the next uh, nine weeks.
1: Yeah, and then, uh, you know, go nine weeks deeper, and we're talking Christmas break, first half over. So, I mean, it, it really does happen pretty quickly, but I know a lot of folks getting ready for fall break and enjoying that. But um did want to uh, also mention something uh, that uh, we hadn't necessarily planned on, but some of the uh, Rutherford County schools have been uh, designated reward schools, and that's a big feather in the cap for the system.
0: Absolutely. We had uh, several schools this year. I believe it was 19 uh, who are reward schools, which puts them in the top of the state. Um, I'm sorry, we had 16 reward schools. We had 19 who were level five schools. Uh, those are the highest rankings you can get in the state. Uh, this The school district itself was uh, designated as an advanced, advancing district. Uh, there's one level a- ahead of that, and we're hoping to reach that this next year. And then uh, the other big News in that area is that we've had 28 National Merit semifinalists, which is a record for this county. 24 of those are at Central, but we also have two from Riverdale, uh, one at Smyrna High School and one from Siegel High School. Uh, so 28 National Merit semifinalists—that is the most we've ever had in one year. Um, and then last Friday, Thurman Francis Arts Academy was named a National Blue Ribbon School, one of only six in the state. So. Lots to be proud of, a lot of schools uh, accomplishing things for students, and um, it's uh, it's a good place to be.
1: Yeah, most definitely. So I uh, just wanted to make sure that we got those in. And um, I saw so many great photos from our county schools from last week with Reading in the Schools Day, and uh, I'm, I'm sure it felt good to get back into the schools and, and bring that back, uh, what, I think 18 years now.
0: Yeah, and we've, we've done it the last couple of years through covid uh, it's looked a little different because a lot of it was virtual, or it was a hybrid where some of the things were pre-recorded and things like that. This was the, we were we were glad to be able to uh, continue this partnership with Read to Succeed. They're they're just they're very valuable partners for the schools. But to have all those community members coming in it, for the students, we're always talking about how important reading is. But when they see the community support of people coming in and actually reading to them, it reinforces that they know it's not just us saying it. They're seeing that everyone puts an emphasis uh, and a value on reading. Uh, and so that's always good. Just it, The kids are really excited. They do things like uh, book parades and things like that. My kids did that, had a good time.
1: James, uh, the uh, Rutherford County School Board looks uh, a lot different than it uh, has because you've got four new faces and, uh, well, I guess three new faces and, and one with uh, one re-election, but a new chairman. And so uh, the, the board is off and running, the new board that was uh, elected just a few months back.
0: Yes, so Tammy Sharp is our new chair. Uh, She is now starting her second term, Um, and so uh, she's one of our senior members now. Uh, And then Caleb Tidwell, who's one of our newly elected members, was selected as vice chair. The board votes and decides uh, within themselves who's going to be their chair and vice chair. So that's our leadership now of the board. Uh, So Mr. Tidwell is a new board member and won his election. Ms. Katie Darby won hers for Zone 4. And then so did Frances Rosales for Zone 7. Uh, she is joining the board, too, and they're already off and running. They have had their first uh, official meetings last week. Uh, they've, they're already meeting with state legislators. We did some tours of schools earlier this week. And then we had a meeting in Smyrna last night with our state delegation uh, to talk about some of uh, the upcoming laws that are going to be discussed in the, um, the legislative season that starts in January.
1: Well, I, I know it, it has to be a bit overwhelming for, for new folks coming right into it, and, and um, I, I've heard the term drinking from a fire hose uh, with a lot of this information. Uh, it, it is it is really a challenging job to be uh, on a school board, isn't it?
0: It is, but you know, these, these candidates, they worked hard during the campaign season, too, and, and, and were very knowledgeable. Uh, they also... I worked with our director of schools after that because, you know, they get elected in the early August, and they don't take office until September. So during the month of August, uh, they met a lot with our director of schools to learn some of that boilerplate information, just the the basic nuts and bolts of how the school district runs and funding sources and budgets and all those sorts of things. So they had a good grasp on it. So I think they're already uh, pretty well versed. They're just um, they're right now they're going to have a planning retreat coming up in October. Uh, to work on some strategic planning with, with Dr. Sullivan, our new director, um, just so that you, know, you had that vision and mission already laid out. Um, so it, it, but they're coming along real well and, and already very involved.
1: We've got James Evans joining us as we talk about Rutherford County uh, schools today. And uh, you're kind of partnering with the city, if I understand correctly, for uh, a school partnership fair at the end of October. Uh, is that true that you're kind of partnering with the city on this?
0: Yeah, so one thing there, and our two directors are uh, very friendly with each other, and they understand the importance of us having a good partnership between the school districts because city students will eventually be county students one day, and so we should be aligned and working together as often as possible. So uh, Dr. Sullivan, our director, and Dr. Trey Duke, who is their director, and one of our former administrators here, uh, they're already meeting and talking and you know working on strategies, and one of those areas is, Between the two school districts, we have um, about 60,000 students, and we have 63 schools. So if you combine us, that's how much we would have. Um, That makes us, like we've talked about before, the county district is already the fourth largest in the state. You combine us with city schools, and we are approaching the third largest in the state, up there with Knox County. And we all realize that without community support and community partners, uh, you know, we need those things to be successful. And so they um, met with one of the local pastors here, uh, Pastor James McCarroll of First Baptist Church. uh, And and Pastor McCarroll had approached them and said, we have churches who want to get involved with schools to help support whatever your needs are. We just don't know how to get plugged in. We don't know where to start. Uh, And so they had a meeting to talk about this a few weeks ago. And the brainchild of that meeting is, We want to have what we're calling the School Partnership Fair, which we're going to have on October 22nd at Siegel High School from 9 to 11. And we are inviting any and all nonprofits, churches, faith-based organizations, or community agencies who wish to partner with schools to show up that day. And we're going to have all 63 schools represented, city and county. Um, It'll be kind of set up kind of like a job fair. We're going to have booths for each school each school will have a one-sheet that kind of talks about who they are and what maybe their top two or three needs are. And we're inviting those groups, though, to come and meet with our principals and just talk more about ways that they can partner with our schools to support them and support learning and academics and all those sorts of things. Um, and so we're, we're doing a huge all-call. Anybody who wants to attend this that's involved in some sort of group like that, there's no charge. Uh, we're asking you to RSVP, but even then, if you can't, Get that done. Just show up. We're looking forward to meeting with you. But these things, this type of initiative, is sorely needed in this county, where we're reaching out to our community, and and we have a very generous community, and we think that if we if they knew how to support us, that they would. And so that's the purpose of this fair.
1: And and I'm sure that maybe there there are some things that uh, partnership uh, possibilities that a nonprofit or uh, you know a place of worship has this idea, of, and maybe it's something that the school system hasn't thought of, and obviously vice versa, and so uh, I guess a way to come together and have some discussions individually, and administ- administrators will be there or, or representatives of uh, each of the schools, so it sounds like a uh, a good area to uh, do some brainstorming and get some information out to folks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's not just, uh, like you said, it's a partnership, so that means it's two-way. So they may have some ideas, like you said, that we haven't thought of and vice versa. But I know that some common needs that we have is that we need, there's a need for tutors, there's a need for readers, there's a need for um, maybe school supplies, things like that. And that's the kind of things that we want to communicate to these potential partners. And then they, they, like you said, may have some ideas as well. And, And we want to see this grow into something. This is just the big kickoff, but other large school districts have foundations and things like that. So th- this is similar in that we're just looking to, to build a network of of uh, support agencies who can help the schools help students.
1: So um, this you mentioned Pastor McCarroll over at First Baptist uh, of Murfreesboro is is that kind of where it began and how did it how did it become both school systems and, and how did the event par- uh, about partnership uh, actually come about?
0: Pastor McCarroll's been very passionate about this type of opportunity for uh, a long time now. I know he's talked to others in the past, but um, he reached out to Dr. Duke and Dr. Sullivan uh, and said, "Let's have a meeting and talk about this." And so they, like I said, they met up, and this is kind of the thing that um, he says he has a. You know, he works a lot with the, one of the the interfaith councils for all the churches, and he says they're they're willing to do so much for schools. They just don't know where to get started. And so that's why we thought having one big event it's a Saturday um, for a couple of hours at one of our schools, have everybody under the same roof so that they can just meet at once. We're going to have maps there that will show. We'll, we'll have one for the county schools and the city schools will have one as well that show on the map where our schools are located so that um, the churches know which ones are kind of in their service area. You have some churches who, of course, are so large that they serve maybe the entire county. But a lot of churches are small to medium-sized, and they may serve pockets within the county. So we want them to know which schools are nearby so they can figure out which ones make the most sense to partner with.
1: And so that is going to be on Saturday, October 22nd. It will be held at Siegel High School. And um, is it 9 to 11? Did I get that time right?
0: That is right, 9 to 11 is when we'll have it, and and, you know, like like I said, everyone will be there, it'll just be, uh, there'll be a few opening remarks, and then we invite people to mingle with the schools and get to know them.
1: It's it's really unbelievable when you think about putting the two systems together uh, right there with with Knox County Schools I was talking to a bus driver uh, this morning as a matter of fact in the county system 314 buses (laughs) bus drivers you know just in the county system so it's 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 really amazing uh, the the growth that we've seen so this is a great opportunity for the community to uh, find out how they can partner with our local schools. James Edwards.
0: Yeah, is Knox County reports that they have fifty-eight thousand uh, students thereabouts. So if you combine the two of ours, we have about um, we have almost fifty-one thousand students when you count pre-K, um, and then the city has ninety-four hundred. So we're already over sixty thousand with those two numbers. Oh. So combined, we are larger than Knox County, and I don't think people realize that a lot of times. So um, you know, we've got to start thinking uh, these big projects like this because we are such a large system we need that support uh and this is the way we can do it you know and so uh that's where we get lots of turnout
1: well there is that saying you know it takes a village so that's uh part of of what uh, this coming together means i did uh, also want to uh, bring up in our last couple of minutes here um i noticed that you're you're appealing to substitute teachers and trying to get more uh, in and participating and there have been some uh, pay increases with those too
0: thing we did this year is that we're using two separate vendors for to provide our substitute teachers. We divided our schools into like the north end of the county and then the south end. So your north end is pretty much your Smyrna Laverne schools the, the schools in those areas and then the south end is everything else and uh, our board has approved some different pay structures for both of those because we it's harder to attract uh, substitutes in the Laverne area especially in Smyrna because of our proximity, that proximity to Nashville and some other counties, we're competing with those other counties to get substitutes. So we wanted to make sure our pay was competitive. So the new pay structure goes into effect in October, but for substitutes in the north north end schools, if if they have a certified teaching license and they're working as a a substitute teacher, they'll get $125 per day. If they're not certified, it's $105 a day. So you're talking about someone who works a week Um, as a substitute, they they would get paid more than $500. There's also a a bonus for working on Mondays and Fridays, because those are our two days of the week that we have the highest need for substitutes. Um, They will get an extra $15 per day for working those days. So, I mean, it's a significant increase. Uh, The south end, there was also an increase vote at the end. Uh, They would get paid $120 per day if they're certified or $100 per day if they're non-certified. And they are also eligible for that extra $15 on Mondays and Fridays. And then both of our vendors offer some um, additional step bonuses depending on things like how many days have you worked consecutively and things like that. So if you work, let's say I think it's like 20 days in a row, there are uh, additional, uh, there's additional bonus and pay for those as well. So lots of opportunities. We need the substitutes. We're in need of about 200 more, especially in our north end schools, to have a good pool of substitutes. And the way that people apply for that is they go to our website, Rutherford County School, or net, and just go under careers. There's information there, but it'll link them to the two different agencies that are providing substitute teachers, and so you can go to the application there and so on.
1: Very good. Uh, James, I appreciate you spending some time with us today. A lot going on, and um, happy fall break if I don't see you before then.
0: Absolutely. Have a great weekend. You too.
1: That's James Evans joining us with Rutherford County Schools here on uh, News Radio WGNS, Rutherford Issues, for a Friday. And uh, that's going to take us up to the uh, top of the hour here. Thanks to James for joining us. Don't forget now, if you want to uh, check out our website, wgnsradio.com, for podcast of all of our local shows, just tap on Podcast. If you want to listen back to the Rutherford Issues programs, That's where you'll go. Also, listen wherever you listen to audio, Spotify, Facebook, and more.